This is Plant-Based Briefing, the corporate interest behind Center for the Environment and Welfare's CEW smear campaign against animal protection groups by Dr. Crystal Heath at OurHonor.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate articles on plant-based and vegan living with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And I'm thrilled to have permission from Our Honor to share their content. I met Crystal Heath, veterinarian, at one of Wayne Shung's Right to Rescue trials. It was one in Hendersonville, North Carolina, and reached out to her afterwards and got permission to share their content. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. The corporate interest behind Center for the Environment and Welfare's CEW smear campaign against animal protection groups by Dr. Crystal Heath at OurHonor.org. A newly formed group called the Center for the Environment and Welfare, CEW, recently announced a campaign against the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, ASPCA. Their claim is that the widely beloved animal welfare organization is, quote, enriching itself and pushing a radical political agenda rather than helping pets in need, unquote. Sounds shocking, but the reality is this is a classic manipulation strategy used by CEW's founder to seed doubt in other respected advocacy organizations on behalf of corporate interests. Who is behind CEW? The name suggests a group of passionate, educated advocates speaking truth to power. But in reality, it's just a website. The organization's executive director, Jack Hubbard, has served on several animal agriculture industry boards and is a partner at Berman & Company, a corporate public relations firm that serves the interests of food, fossil fuel, and alcohol corporations. The firm's propaganda videos include The War on Bacon, which depicts happy cartoon pigs in cages to explain how gestation crates, the two-and-a-half by seven-foot metal cages where mother pigs spend 114 days of their pregnancy, are actually good for pigs. They claim veterinarians support this practice, but neglect to mention the nearly 400 veterinarians, linked here, who disagree and signed a statement to the United States Supreme Court highlighting the inherent cruelty of the confinement practice. It is a practice that is also banned in the U.K., It's a tough job selling the idea that keeping an animal in conditions equivalent to sitting in a cushionless airline seat for months on end without being able to turn around is actually in the pig's best interest, but there's no one better suited for the job than Berman and company. Hubbard's partner and Berman's founder is none other than Rick Berman, a man who takes pride in his nickname Dr. Evil. Berman also founded the Center for Organizational Research and Education, CORE, previously called the Center for Consumer Freedom, CCF. This organization is one of many front groups Berman funded via major contributions from tobacco and agribusiness companies like Cargill, Tyson, and Monsanto. The combination of Berman's congenital hatred for the nanny state and passion for promoting free enterprise and limited government, combined with millions of dollars from corporate interests, have turned Berman into a powerful weapon to demolish the moral authority of established advocacy groups. Berman's American Beverage Institute implemented a similar campaign against Mothers Against Drunk Driving. These numerous groups serve as guns with which to shoot the messenger and foster public skepticism of organizations and celebrities advocating for change. CEW hopes their new media campaign, linked here, smearing the leading animal protection groups, will grow into a million-dollar effort. But does CEW actually have an interest in protecting animals? Hubbard says, I'm really concerned about animal rights groups trying to change the country's food policy. 
But if that concern was genuine, he would have to address those who have the greatest influence over our food policy, which are the very corporations that benefit from CEW's advocacy. Wielding billions in public funds, Big Ag has carefully cultivated dietary habits and consumer choices, drastically increasing our consumption of animal products. In order to meet this demand, companies that prioritized production efficiency above all else garnered the most profits and thus political influence. Now, 99% of the animals we raise for food are kept in modern intensive animal agriculture facilities, known commonly as factory farms. In order to keep animals from harming each other under such stressful conditions, while maintaining company profits, cruel practices like gestation crates, debeaking, tail docking, and castration without anesthesia became industry standard. To keep up, breakneck increases in slaughter line speeds became necessary to meet this newly cultivated demand, leading to slaughter worker injuries, animals eviscerated while still conscious, and a vulnerable public put at risk of foodborne diseases from decreased inspections. But Hubbard claims the ASPCA is pushing wacky and extreme policies in the farm bill, merely advocating for what should be basic animal stewardship, moving away from intensive confinement practices and limiting transport times to slaughter. The ASPCA is a crucial target for CEW. As hundreds of big eggs, producers, and lobbyists descend on Capitol Hill, there are few animal protection groups who have the resources and respect to push back against corporate lobbying and the impetus for more maniacal practices. Farmers from 60 years ago would be horrified at the state of farming today. Thousands of animals confined to warehouses and rows upon rows of pigs lined up in gestation crates and new macabre workarounds developed to end the lives of millions of animals in quote-unquote emergency situations. One practice known as Ventilation Shutdown Plus, or VSD Plus, involves sealing up barns, pumping in heat and steam until the animals inside die after many hours. Other groups on CEW's hit list include PETA, Humane Society of the U.S., Mercy for Animals, Animal Equality, World Animal Protection, Global Animal Partnership, the Humane League, the Accountability Board, and Our Honor, a group I co-founded. I was shocked to see Our Honor among the nine other names listed, and even more shocked to read their description of me and how closely CEW has been following my social media and news stories. True to the Berman playbook, CEW cherry-picked information to fit their desired narrative that Our Honor is a fringe group of animal rights veterinarians whose agenda conflicts with the mainstream veterinary profession. Our mission states, we empower and support animal professionals to speak their conscience, confront systems of violence, and create a more compassionate world for all species. They highlight the fact that many of the stories we share on our page are from vegan veterinarians and in their shoot-the-messenger style, cite my volunteer work with animal protection groups as cause for alarm, implying that I am against people having animals in their lives. In fact, animals are an important part of my life, and I hope everyone in the future will benefit from the human-animal bond, but without cruelty, abuse, and exploitation. CEW's video titled, The Truth About the ASPCA, linked here, opens with an announcer saying, What if people on TV had to be honest? A commercial for the ASPCA appears on the screen with the narrator saying, We run only one shelter. Criticizing the ASPCA for having one shelter would be similar to criticizing the Farm Bureau for not actually growing food. The ASPCA's public outreach campaigns have played a key role in inspiring compassion for animals, holding public agencies accountable, encouraging adoption and volunteerism at shelters, educating the public about animal care, and promoting spaying and neutering. 
Their efforts through education, awareness, and policy have played a key role in decreasing the shelter animal euthanasia rate from 13.5 million animals per year in the 1970s to about 1 million animals per year. While the million or so animals euthanized in our shelters every year is a tragedy that animal protection groups are working to remedy, Their numbers pale in comparison to the 9 billion land animals we raise for slaughter in the United States, the 4 million broiler chickens, 726,000 pigs, and 29,000 cattle who die just during transport to slaughter every year, the millions more who die before ever making it onto the slaughter truck, or the 58 million commercially raised birds who had to be killed using cruel depopulation methods to stop the spread of avian influenza. Berman's concern for the nanny state stops short of addressing the billions of dollars animal agriculture corporations receive in public funds. Why doesn't CEW advocate for those funds to be spent to help animals? Perhaps it's because, unlike the groups they attack, helping animals isn't really their goal after all. You just listened to the corporate interests behind Center for the Environment and Welfare's CEW smear campaign against animal protection groups by Dr. Crystal Heath at OurHonor.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. And this is a really good one to check the show notes for because, or just find the article directly at Our Honor, because the links that Crystal has in this article go to the CEW YouTube channel. It is unbelievable. Looking at their videos, I looked up the one that she referenced the truth about maternity pens for pigs. And it's laughable if it wasn't so infuriating. They talk about most pigs live in groups, but pregnant sows are given special housing, individual maternity pens. And of course, they're attacking other charities and saying, follow the money. It's just unbelievable. How do these people sleep at night? Oh my goodness, I have no idea. Anyway, if you're interested in more episodes on veterinarians and why aren't they vegan and how do they support or not support animals? I'll link several of them in the show notes, but you might want to check out episodes 273, 274, 308, 393, 467, 476, and 581. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.